Hello, hello. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today, become a member, and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co. That's P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About the Podgo section. Amigos PC. Oh, Amigos PC. There's no part there. Sorry. Section in the application. Woo! <laughs> I did it. All right. I'm out of here. Yes. You guys All got right. this? Yep. Show's over, guys. Show's over. Thanks for coming. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Trish Rayona for our guest today, uh, with a very Fish. convenient name for the uh, career that you've chosen, uh, Susie Sitcom. Susie, what's sitcom. up? Hi, hi guys. Thanks for having me on the show. You're very, yes, very, yes. Thank thanks you for, for coming. coming on. Um, so prior to us going live, you and Scott were having a, a joyful conversation about family. And yeah, was that what that is? <laughs> is that what that was? No, it just, I, I, we were just saying it was just a little bit strange because my hair was kind of crazy. Uh-huh. Trying to, you know, hair, but the reflection is, I can't tell what side. I know there's only two sides, but you know, the right side is messy on the screen and I'm trying to fix it on the right side, but I'm touching the left side. So it's just hard to figure out. And so... And you did ruin it because now, now the ear is covered now. The one that I said to leave. It's, they're, so this they're, is the they want it out. And this is the ear you want. See, I got it down. There we go. There we go. And there must be a fan on or something. Scott's a great dad. You yep. can tell he's got kids because he could. He was good at directing. Either that or he's like a softball coach or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, I do both. I'm a dad and a softball coach. <laughs> Look how I knew that. We haven't won a game yet, but it's fun. You guys enjoy yourselves at Pizza Hut every every yeah. That's the only time. That's why I do it. Piper now. I don't know. know. The Pizza Hut. (laughs) You can't. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mark. Are you are you married with kids as well? Or I am uh, happily married. Nice. (laughs) Well, shit. I didn't say that one when we talked earlier. (laughs) Hey, you forgot the happily part. That's kind of a dick. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I have uh, two girls and one son. Um, Perfect. How old are your kids? The girls are 15 and almost 12. No, yeah, 12. And then my son is uh, about to be five. Uh, Oh, so nice. Hey, so, okay, a question for you. Like, my kids are not teenagers yet, they're, you know, in elementary school, but. One is in elementary school, one's in middle school, one's nine, one's 11. So does it get easier at 15 or get harder? Because dating and all that, so... Hmm. It gets more annoying. It's, it's more annoying, okay. It's I understand. That it, yeah, it's not that it's harder, it's just like... 
They listen less, obviously. I they, was thinking about this and, the other day, actually. And they, and they know it all. You bring it up. Yeah, right? Yeah. So she, my oldest, was doing something that was annoying me. And I was all like, God, yeah. I must have been the most annoyingest kid ever when I was that age. Like, I can't. Because now I'm, like, going back into, like, my parents' shoes. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to yeah. say things that they said to me. But at some right. point, it just comes out. And you're just like, man. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. It's don't do what I say. Just do what I do. Why? Because I'm your mom. Yep. I know. It's so hard. It's so hard, especially in quarantine. I totally feel like um, my kids, my older, she acts like she's in charge. Yeah. And I for a little while during quarantine, I let her feel that way because... I just felt so bad that they were home, you know, that they were home and not with their friends. So I'm like, oh, whatever, just do what you want. It could be the end of the world. I don't, I don't know, you know. So now it's been 11 months. I'm like, hey, take it easy. We, we, I let you like have fun, be in charge, but you, it's, it's time to normal. I'm mom. Let's reestablish these rules. You were the children, you know. Yeah. And the world ending, so we got to go back to some order. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a few weeks ago, um, my kids found my hidden chocolate because you know because now it's like we're all home, so I actually have to hide things from them, treats. So they they're not really gonna with sugar, and so I um, hid my chocolate, and they found it behind the mushroom and the weeds. You know, they like found the chocolate, they knew what to get, and they ate all the chocolate in one sitting, and they went absolutely bonkers. That's why I don't give my kids sugar, and. They just start jumping in the couch, and then they wrote, like, signs and plastered on the wall. No crazy lady. They're locked their door, and I'm, like, they're getting ready to tie me up. I'm, like, oh, my God. I'm, like, living pirates. It's, like, Lord of the Flies in here because of quarantine. There's nothing left to do. They're, like, they're done. Hang in. They're just going to take over, and they want to leave. I'm, like, oh, this is where we're at with quarantine. <laughs> Prison riot, huh? But the chocolate was behind the uh, mushrooms and the weeds? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they knew. They knew not to touch the edibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was like, well, sure they ate the chocolate. Right? They're like, ew, it's a vegetable. We're not touching these mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and, unless they're magical. Yeah, right. Yeah, they are, but they're still. The, to the kids, are like, ew, it's a vegetable. Right? Don't, don't touch it. Right? I hid the chocolate behind the vegetable, which is actually the salicylic mushrooms. But <laughs> right. And the weed, they're not gonna touch because it's grass, right? It's green. It's like, oh. Ew, vegetable. Yep. <laughs> so it's a perfect place to hide your chocolate for all you parents out there. If you have a hidden stash of candy or chocolate that you don't want your kids to touch, hide it behind the weed and mushrooms. <laughs> and it's perfect. Although my kids did find it, so they were gotta, smart enough. Gotta jot this it. down now. Yeah, this, is good, this is good info. It is. Right. It's like vegetables, right? Greens. Yeah. They're not gonna go for the greens. The mushrooms. Ew, mushrooms. <laughs> True. So, so, yeah. Maybe that's what we'll name the episode Parenting Tips by Susie. Yeah. <laughs> Parenting Tips. Great. The DCFS is going to be at my door after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it is considered an essential. Um, those are essential goods here in LA. Even though things were shut down, the weed stores were still open. Oh, the stores were still yeah. open. Yeah. Um, people have to I didn't take before quarantine, but since it was essential and, you know, society told me that I should do it. I joined. I joined, you know? I, I just peer pressure at its best. Yeah, I take the peer pressure. I did what LA told me to do. So. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Now, I, I like you said, you're in L.A. You originally, or, or one thing I wanted to talk about is, I'm originally from the Midwest, and oh. uh, your bio says uh, you I came know. from the Chicago area. I, I actually grew up in Wisconsin, where they oh. have a blizzard right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, what took you from Chicago to L.A.? Really? That's not really like fun. <laughs> it's, it's in her. It's in her name, right? It's, it's in your name. Yeah, I um, I, I was born and raised in Chicago, lived there my whole life, and it, you know, when I graduated high school, I wanted to leave. I wanted to go somewhere warm. But um, you know, I finished college and stayed home with my parents. And then when school was done, I was like, okay. I mean, I did leave for a little while. I left after high school. I took, um, you know, I don't know what they call it now. They call it something different. The kids call it something different. You take a year off before you go to college. Oh, sabbatical. sabbatical. Sab- that's what we call it, sabbatical. But oh, there's something else kids call um, the kids call it. Uh, a time <laughs> off. Yeah, a timeout. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a there's a like a you know like new hipster term for oh, it. They call no. it. I think we're too old for that. A, br- a break? <laughs> yeah. No, no. There's that that's, something. That'd be 90s. It's the Friends. That's a, we were on a break. No. Um, yeah. There's actually like a term. They, there's some term, but it's not so I don't know. I can't think of it right now. I'll think of it later. Not we're, too old. We're, all too, yeah. we're all too old. That's what that means. We're all too old. <laughs> we don't know what the new hip shit is. <laughs> she'll text later and she'll, be like, she'll yeah. say the word. and then Yeah. Then yeah, we'll yeah. Know, oh, I've heard that, but I didn't know what it means. <laughs> that's yeah, what I, yeah. I didn't know what that meant. Anyway. So I took off, I went to Florida, worked for Disney World for six months, um, came home because I had some family stuff to deal with, and then um, went to school in Chicago, and I was like, all right, I'm here, help out my family, but as soon as I'm done with college, I'm taking off, and I did. I went to Europe, took off, went to London for a month, and said, I'm going to go find a job in London, um, didn't think about work permits and stuff, I couldn't work because I didn't have a work permit, it's, you know, Commonwealth, and then... Um, Went to Switzerland, uh, met a guy there, stayed there for like, I don't know, a couple weeks. And then my mom said she was dying. We called her. She she just came home. Well, overseas, you know, it's like, came home and she was totally fine. Just wanted me to come home. Got back to Chicago. I'm like, I got to get out of here. And so I met my husband. Um, I went to school with him, but I met him the second I got back. I was going to a job interview and then we were like, I was driving, he was walking, and honked at him, said hi, went out on a date, and we were together for 23 years. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. It was kind of awesome until uh, I said I wanted to leave. I wanted to go to California because I said, you know, it was one of the things I always wanted to go, and he just did, he's like, no, this is my move. I moved to Chicago from a mm-hmm. small town, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, well... All right, I'll give you some time. And that time went, it was like 10 years. And then I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to go check things out in California. Went, came back like six weeks later. I'm like, come on, let's do something. Didn't want to do anything. We decided, okay, I'm going to have kids. My kids went to school for five years. Your kids went to school. And then it was like, it's time for kindergarten. You know, I took care of them at home. And then it was like, oh, it's time for kindergarten. And it, it was just, we put them in public school. They were shit in Chicago. Sorry. You know, you got to go private. Yeah. So it came to that point, like, are we going to move to the suburbs, pay a million dollars for a house in the suburbs, continue to pay a private school in the city? You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. So do I want to not only leave the city, do I want to go back to the suburbs where I grew up and like basically die there? Or do I, am I going to make that move to California? And I'm like, my husband's like, well, if you can do X, Y, and Z, you know, like put the house on the market, put the place, we had a place in Wisconsin, put that place on the market, blah, blah, blah. if you get it all done, I'll go. He didn't think that I could do all that. Oh, yeah, I, no. 
I did it all. You know, as a woman, if yeah. something no, they, 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 doing, right? Yeah, so they, like they handled it. Remodel market. It took me a month to like get everything together, but then once I got everything on the market, boom, 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 it sold. I was ready to go. And he was like, What? And so he didn't expect it. But we left, you know, and we were gone. And we moved and became to California and I think honestly it was just too much for him. And so it, it killed our marriage. So uh, it's too fun. Uh, yeah, it's so, pretty sad because it was my dream to come out here, and I didn't think it would bust my marriage open. But when something, when you have something inside of you that you know you have to do for so long, and it's for you, and you put it aside yeah. for someone, else, you can't do that. Yeah, and then also, in that, like, I put him under that. Like, I knew I, I was making a sacrifice by staying home to be with him, and you know, I don't know. It was kind of like it was bullshit because. He had no intention, and then when he came out here, it was just one complaint after the other, and then marriage blew up five years later, you know, so I've been divorced for two years, and it's a really thing that I even started talking about this, I don't know why, okay. and now I'm here. <laughs> so that's my life. So, From Chicago to LA, yay! I need a break. So, so- so right. you did you have it all like you probably knocked it out in like a week or so had everything lined up he got home from work and it's like time to move you like, what the fuck yeah. was it something like that because I know pretty how much goes. yeah yeah I mean pretty much you know like when um you, you you guys are both married so you know when your wife is determined and she decides she wants something yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like okay she'll ask you for your permission but you know she in her mind she's already made up her mind. Right? Yeah. She just yeah, that's true. Right? It's just kind of like a courtesy. You're my husband. I'm asking you, but you better agree because you're my husband, right? Yeah. So I mean, it was one of those, and um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know it'd be so scary for him. I guess for some people that move, yeah, is scary for him. I mean, you came from Wisconsin. I'm sure you know, like what he got, which I didn't get at all. Was wow, you're so brave to move from Illinois to California. I'm like, oh, it's not like you're saving lives. You no, move from cold yeah. weather to warm weather. I mean, I don't... But to a better situation. Better weather, for well, sure. Yeah, it's the weather. It's just the sunshine. I love the sunshine. And I just get really depressed that... I love. Listen, I love Chicago. I love the fattest food. I love the culture. I love the architecture. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, everything, the museums, the people, but I couldn't stand the gray weather and yeah. everything that came along with that. It was, it, you know, the depression, the complaining about the weather, everybody in Chicago. It's like any conversation you have with somebody, it's 45 minutes. It starts with the weather. <laughs> and if you want to change the mood, then you go to fat ass food and you talk about food and then you kind of end up in a little fight because nobody agrees on the food. and. Yeah. With they agree, but then they don't agree because they're just gonna not agree for the holiday, you know. <laughs> so. Right, or they're fighting over the tolls, all the all the toll roads you guys have there. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, it's always something. That's, it's always something. So it's a very different mindset up here than it is there. What about in um, Arizona compared to Wisconsin? Uh, well, it's obviously the weather, right? Um, yeah, that, that's really that what made me decide to to come here. But uh, I grew up in a smaller city. Uh, about 80,000 people. So coming here to the Valley, which is, you know, 5 million maybe in total, uh, it was a big culture shock. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with having sun 360 days a year. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we have five rain days. We've had those already, so we're good for yeah. the year. Isn't that nice? Um, I just, I noticed that um, things are just brighter and greener. It's almost like living in technicolor because the sun's so bright. You can see the edges on the plants and the flowers look brighter and everything. I'm like, wow, it has nothing to do with, um, you know, I used to think, oh, it was just the, the way things on television, you know, was the color corrected. Um, the difference between Chicago and California, but things are actually brighter because the sun is brighter. Yeah. yeah. So, plants, greens, right? It's just insane with Arizona. It's just if you have more sunshine, it's they're brighter looking. So, I know, I know. I took my brother out to California the one time he came to visit us uh, here in Arizona, and I told him, I'm "Like, dude, you gotta wear sunblock. You got, you gotta protect yourself while you're." <laughs> like, oh. The sun is different, and uh, yeah. he has a shaved head. So we, oh, were sitting at, uh, we were sitting at Huntington Beach uh, for <laughs> a majority of the day. And I'm like, did you put any sunblock on? He's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. But <laughs> later that day, a huge indention of just like this blister that oh. was created. Oh, he refused his to put brain sunblock was cooking. on. Yeah, he exactly. cooked his brain. No, <laughs> you didn't Wow. That's so nasty. <laughs> Darn Midwesterns. I know you give them enough warnings, but I mean, if they're still stupid enough to just sit there and let it yeah. bake, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. dude, you don't get it. Yeah, yeah so it's different. Did you People start? Um, did you start your comedy career in uh, Chicago? I started. I started Second City in Chicago. Um, okay. I started in improv. What happened with my kids were acting, so. Um, you know, they started, my daughter at one, she said she wanted to be in the TV. It's like a whole nother story. I was like, yeah, that's crazy. I'm from Chicago. That's so impractical. Whatever. You know what I mean? It's yeah, cute, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. And um, she would be singing in the hallway. She'd sing in Costco. She'd sing in elevators. It was like to the point where it was just ridiculous. So people would be stopping, clapping and like, oh, she's got to be in commercials, <laughs> commercials. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, she's a cute kid, but I'm afraid of. I have kids. I'm like, I don't know. I have kids for the first time and I'm afraid of weirdos. So I'm not yeah, on social yeah. media. I don't want my kids out. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm from the city. Like everybody's a fucking creep. No way. I don't want my kids anywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, it just got to the point where my daughter was asking me, I'm like, how are you asking me about this? How do you even understand what this is? You're two and a half years old, which was just, I, I thought it was a little bit bizarre, almost um, divine sense that she was saying this because I'm like, we're, we're from, it's not like we're in California, right? Where everyone yeah, acts yeah, or even yeah. anyone who's, yeah. On me, so it was weird. Um, but because of all the encouragement, we finally just got her signed up, and that was the deal. I was like, I told my husband, I said, You can do it because he wanted to do it. I said, You want to get my kids signed up? He was in um, theater in high school and college. I said, Your responsibility, your responsibility, you do it. I'll deal with contracts on the back end, but you have to lose weight, lift weights, and make sure that when people look at you from across the street, you look like that you could rip their fucking heads off if they looked at my daughters any wrong way at all. That's the rules. Yeah. And so, fine. He, he went on a diet. He lost weight. He started hitting the, like, was crazy. Like, he did everything I said because I'm like, you have to look mean. You gotta look like straight up Mark Wahlberg fucking tough before I let you do this with the children, you know? Did, did you go out and buy those fake tattoo sleeve shirts for him to wear every time he went out? <laughs> no, he just went best. around with like knuckles and metal knuckles or whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I put the grills on his teeth and God, stuff. Heck yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it. You want him to look like uh, I sharpied a, a teardrop. Teardrop, yes. She wanted Sharpie. to look like Mark Wahlberg, you know? so he's she, he's running around saying, "Say hello to your mother for me." Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I hit you in the nods. I hit you in the nods if you get close to my teeth. <laughs> um, but you know, he 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 did it, but he he wasn't. He's a extra introvert, so I was like, okay, how do I encourage this a little bit more? How do I help? And uh, we decided, okay, uh, let's go to take classes. And he wouldn't take classes. He didn't want to do it. I said, this is not good. The kids agents they got signed kids said um they have to take improv classes i said improv they're three and five years old what do they need improv class they can't even read they gotta learn how to read first you know and they said take them to second city the agents like take them to second city the girls got signed with the biggest agency in chicago take them to second city they have a great program for improv for kids it's just so they get in front of the camera and get in front of people i'm like okay why not second city everybody knows second city chicago saturday night live fans since i was a kid right Um, you know, everyone went there. Jim Belushi, John Belushi, Chris Farley, right? Mm-hmm. David Spade. So it's like, okay, we got it. We go. We'll do this, right? So I said for a night, um, instead of going out hiring a sitter, because we did that, I said, let's just instead of going up eat, let's do improv. I called Second City. They had a class, adult class for improv, a beginning session. There were two class, two spots left. It happened to be two spots left. The night we wanted for. Um, our date night. And so it all, all lined up. The sitter lined up. We got the two classes. You know, it was great before I, before I agreed to send my daughter. Because I'm like, I got to check out the perverts here. Yeah. Before sure. I could go. I do it. You know, I'm like, cause, oh, because that was the thing. I tried to sign my daughter up for improv, but they said I couldn't go in the classroom. And at that point, my kids were too young. I hadn't dropped them off anywhere yet, except mm-hmm. for like half a day of preschool, right? So I'm like, the first place I want to drop my kid off is at an adult second city you know comedy play i'm like no that's just no it doesn't work for me so that's why we ended up going to second city um and take the improv classes sorry it's just a long story but we took the first improv class it went great the second improv i'm like let's keep going so we took the second improv i'm like wow it just did so great things for our marriage and stuff the instructor pulls me inside and said susie um i want you to do stand-up and I said, what? He goes, yeah, I, I would like, he's, you know, because you have to perform every week in inner class and stuff. And he's like, okay, Susie, I want to put you in a stand-up show. I have a close show. It's on Sunday mornings at second, you know, in this, on the side stage here at second city. Cool. You know, I'm like, okay. And my husband's like, and this was in front of the whole class. And my husband, I'm not, they were so excited. They're like, oh my God, because the way she tells stories, it's like she's doing stand-up anyways. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, that's fine. If you think I could do it, I can do it. And my husband goes, in front of everybody. You don't even know what stand-up is. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I was like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Um, since I was could remember, since I was five years old, I watched with my father, who's a big Richard Pryor fan, Fred Fox fan, Steve Martin fan. I said, you know, English was his third language, but the one thing we had in common was he had a great sense of humor. So as a family, we watched stand-up comedy. And um, in fact, my first 45 album was Steve Martin's King Cut. So comedy was Fred in our life, you know? So um, I was like, you know, so anyways, it was really like, I thought about maybe not doing, but the fact that he humiliated me like that, I was like, "Fuck you!" Of course, I'm going to do this, so right? On the, <laughs> so on the so on the drive home, it was I'm going to go to California. 
No, so yeah, so it was like, I got on stage. I'm going to California to make him want to leave. But I got on stage at the city in Chicago, and I, I didn't even prepare. I'd never taken a stand-up class, right? Um, and I just talked about my daughter's birthday. It happened the day before, and I, I couldn't believe the feeling. I got up there, and I was like, holy shit, I feel at home. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm 41 years old. I've had plenty of jobs. I had a business for 15 years. I've had two businesses, you know? And I'm like, yeah. but this is the first time where I felt like I didn't have to work harder than everybody to, to yeah. be, you know, where I'm supposed to. Like, I felt like this is the place I need to be. This is what right. I needed to be doing yeah. my entire life. Right. So, um, yeah, I just, I started Second City. Um and he invited me back to perform every other week on Sunday. So I didn't even know about classes, open mics. I mean, I just started performing in a show at the Second City Side Stage wow. when I started. It was five years ago. And um, that, that's what I did. And then when I moved out here, um, you know, I just thought, oh, it's a hobby. I'll do it. I'll take some classes out here. It'll be fun. And... People invited me to shows, and they kept inviting me, and, and that's kind of what happened. Um, my husband didn't like it. The more and more shows I did, the less and less I got interested in taking care of the kids when I went out to shows and got to the point where he wasn't even feeding my kids, our kids. Yeah. He would just he would get so angry because wow. this was his dream. And was- it turned out he wanted to be a stand-up comedian, but he never told me. I didn't uh-huh. know. So, so he, was, he got you really, took, really jealous of me. You took and, his dream and, that he didn't talk about. I took his dream, basically. That he didn't talk about. Yeah. I, I mean, like, it was just so... Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. Like, this didn't... I didn't I didn't say, you know, like, I feel bad because there, there are a lot of people that are classically trained and, and acting and... You know, they go to college for that. I went to college for business. I was in production for, you know, 10 years. I was in finance for 10 years. I was doing this as a date night. Like, I was so excited to go to class. You know, I did my hair and makeup. And I was so happy to be there and just out of my house with a sitter without my kids, you know. And I just showed up. And and it found me. And my instructor was in improv troupe who now taught at Spin City. He was with, um, he was in an improv troupe. He traveled with. Um, Indian, like two, there are two other Indian guys that he traveled with that made it, like, that are big Hollywood stars. One is Aziz something with Hazari. Aziz Hazari was the other one from his improv troupe, and the other one was the guy from Parks and Rec. Mm. Well, that was was Uh, was there another one? No, not, yeah, I'm sorry, the other one with um, uh, the guy from the suit, Joel McHale. Uh, Yeah, Joel McHale. Yeah. So he's from community. So that he was community. So there's another guy that's on community. Do you know oh, what I'm talking about? Yes, yeah. There's an Indian on community. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a Abrar. That was his okay, that so was that was his his name on That was his show. name on the show, but I don't know what his real name is. We'll have to name but those, him afterwards. Yeah. Those two guys were the people that my instructor traveled with. That was his improv troupe. So oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a pretty good crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he didn't, you know, know some talent. So, for him to pick me out, like, it was like if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even be on this trajectory right now. Wow. And, yeah. It, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he believed in me, and my husband didn't even believe in me. And people in Chicago didn't encourage me. They were like, I mentioned that I was, they're like, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, your mom, you, 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 what are you talking about, you know? And, even when I came out here and I, hey, I think I'm going to start doing some stand-up out here, people were like, 
keep dreaming, whatever. Like they were mad, you know? And yeah. so I just, I didn't tell anyone what I was doing. And then I did one show, was invited to another show and another show. And I, I didn't go because my husband didn't like it. And so 2020, after my divorce finalized, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to give it a shot full time. And uh, I, you know, was invited to go to the Haha ha Club. And I was invited to go to... Um, uh, what's it called? Ice House. From the Haha ha, Ice House. I was invited to. I, I auditioned for a show. Uh, got a host a TV show at the beginning of this year, like a talk show. I was one of the hosts on a panel, and like all this stuff started happening, and then it boom, it all exploded because of COVID. So yeah, I was COVID. like, oh great, yeah, yeah. For, for a lot of people, right? It's just like you yeah. can't make plans, right? It exploded. But then what happened was July. Um, a friend invited me to an open mic at a park because people had started doing comedy in parks and nice. parking lots because all the places were closed. And he come Jer- out. Did Jerry um, Seinfeld that- also start that? What? I'm did sorry? Jerry Seinfeld also start that? Because he's doing the, you know, he does the comedian cars. So I'm wondering, did he do the comedians and car and dog parks? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was before he was just was, doing the yeah. carpool. Yeah, yeah. That's why that's so funny. Yeah. Um, but no, this is like outside in like parks and just open spots. And you do that, and I've been doing it like ever since, like every week now. So it's great. We have a friend of the show that uh moved from Arizona to um California, and she started doing a comedy show um on one of the beaches. I want to say, is that Brittany? Oh, yeah, Brittany uh, Baranahan. She does a show on the beach called uh Life's a Beach. That's, oh, that's a oh, it seems like it, that's that's where people are gravitating yeah. gravitating to now. It's this outdoors, trying to get people to social distance, but still see comedy. Right, we, you have no choice. Yes, yeah. you have no choice because well, it's everything's closed. Things right. are going to be starting to open up again, so we'll see. They just opened up like February first. So I don't know if the comedy clubs are open, but the restaurants are starting to open outdoor yeah, spaces. Cool. Have, yeah. have you ever seen the marvelous Miss Maisel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever been? Have you ever been compared to that with your story? Because it kind of, yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. What? Yeah, it's so. Yeah, exactly my life. Yeah, the story is basically he's a comedian. This takes place in like the sixties, fifties, sixties, right? Yeah, and she's a comedian, but she's not really a comedian. I'm not saying that you're not a comedian, Susie, but no, 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 that wasn't her. Yeah, she She basically, yeah, she goes up there and she kills it. Okay, and he's been trying to do it, and that's her husband. And then she ends up taking off. As he kind of she they, was telling her story, were you like, I've "Oh yeah, I'm like I've heard this story. I know that. I've know I've <laughs> seen this. I've jerk, seen dude. I've seen all these episodes. I've seen your life, Susie. I know. Isn't that crazy? I've lived it. Okay, so well, we've lived it, right? <laughs> you know, I've lived it. You know, so when I was going through my divorce, it was like for for like 18 months. I just did. I didn't leave home. I was like going to court. It was just it was so depressing. It was so hard. And the only thing I actually did was watch, you know, comedy on TV. I was making mm-hmm. sure that my kids were okay. Yeah. You know, it wasn't pretty. And um, my friend, you know, I have a couple friends right here that moved Chicago time, and I that I had improv class with, and they're like, "Holy shit, Susie." There was this show out. You have to see it. It's marvelous. It's your life. life. Story. It's your life story. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not watching. And I couldn't even get through the first episode. I was like, uh, I can't get through it. It's so, the first one was so long. Yeah. It but gets, then it does I got through bad. the first 
yeah, it was like, oh, we met in college, you know, we had this big what? Like, it was just like, oh, so much was similar. And, and like, how she took care of the husband and did everything. Like, that was me, too. Like, I totally was like, I got the shots, got, you know, got everything. Yeah. Made sure that he went to the school. You know what I mean? Like, that I took care of everything. That's exactly the way I was. And yeah. I cook and... Yeah, yeah. But it was exactly my life. And on top of that, I grew up in a Jewish neighborhood. So I'm very, like, yeah, so Jewish. You, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you definitely lived that life. Wow, that's you. Yeah. I'm, I'm so yeah, excited yeah. that Miss Maisel is here. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I know. And you know what's so weird? Because someone just said that to me the other day on my podcast. They were like, uh, your story sounds like... And they, I think they thought it ended up... They're oh, like, no, no. I, I uh, believe you. I just... It's, it's awesome. No, but I think they thought I made it up. They're like, oh, yeah, we saw that story. <laughs> I've heard that before. Now, now you need to go around and be like, yeah, I wrote it. Oh, yeah, I wrote yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about me. Yes. Well, you know, the funny thing about it is, like, you know, she falls in love with Lenny Bruce. Or, you know, she mm-hmm. like, flirts back with Lenny Bruce, Bruce yeah. and he's like, she's so cool and handsome. And I'm like, that's the only part that's not true because <laughs> I'm still waiting. Not You're still waiting? I'm <laughs> You're still waiting for your Lenny Bruce. It's yeah, a good show, yeah, Amazon yeah. show. And Mark hasn't seen it, but I've seen them all. No, no, I gotta watch it. The wife started watching it, and then you know I, I love yeah. comedy, so that when I saw that, I was like, all right. And it's yeah, it's, it's a good show. It is good, and it is kind of my story. And yeah, same thing. Like I couldn't believe you know it's been like two years almost. We were separated and divorced, so now like almost three years. And the same thing, he started calling and saying, "Oh, I made a mistake." And I was like, "Oh my god, I just watched this episode." Yeah, I'm yeah. Take- you did. So, so I can't wait to see what season four brings for your life, and and maybe that's what you should do: watch season four and see what happens. Because maybe you should right, try right. to just just like walk through it and see what fucking happens. Right. I don't have to think anymore. No, it's like that. Um, whatever the Amazon says, you just do. <laughs> right, oh, my life. Yeah. Everybody should do. You know what? 2020 was so fucked up for 2021. Yeah. Just pick a show on TV and just do whatever the show does. What episode? That, that should be a whole. That should be a whole little spinoff of everyone. Like everyone should do that. Like yeah, find something and just roll with it. You're at. You're at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Is that what you said? Yeah. I'm the Mandalorian. I'm gonna put on a fucking. <laughs> Trash can fucking helmet and just start fucking killing people in your office. They're still Did you guys see Lauren watched it at all? I haven't seen oh, the yeah. I haven't seen the new season yet. No, I've seen I've seen all I've of it. I've only seen the season, first season. The first, that's the first season. Okay. What did you think when you saw Bill Burr? Oh. Um Is that season two or this is last season? No, well, no it was one. He was in season one? Yeah, I couldn't even get through the first season because I saw Bill Burr and it pissed me off so bad. I shut my laptop oh. so much. Well, he comes back. He comes season back two. in this last episode or this last uh, season too. Yeah, I heard. You know, listen, he's he's a great comedian. A fucking ass. He was one of the best comedians. Yeah, maybe I could like get over it. But he's not an actor like Tom Cruise where you can forget who he is. Yeah, he's still yeah. Bill Burr. He's all the way. I don't care. You know what I mean? He was just Bill Burr the whole time. Yeah, and I was just annoyed. And not only did I not like, I hated that episode. I hated all the people in that episode. It was just like, oh, you ruined it for me. You totally took me out of the universe. So I shot my laptop. I was so mad. And I'm like, even he's laughing. Then a minute later, I open my laptop up, and I'm like, now I have to see if Dave Chappelle is the Mandalorian <laughs> and Chris. 
Baby Yoda. For real. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm like, and Jeff Ross would like, come around the corner and be Jabba the Hutt and it's that, would, that would be Jeff Ross. <laughs> Did we say that as Jabba the Hutt? Yeah. As a, as a more slender, I mean, not that it's he is like, right. but not as big as, the, yeah, not as bad as Jabba turns into. It's going right? to turn into And then, that. like, the Mandalorian takes off his mask and it's just like, hey, I'm black. I'm Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Like, Clinton Bigby. Is that a baby? <laughs> That's what it was. Clinton Bigby. Chris Rocky's baby Yoda. Yeah, whoa. That is hilarious. I, That'd be an, I'd, I'd watch. I'd rather watch that than the, what took place mm-hmm. in the middle. <laughs> right? It would have been so funny. So much better. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I, I was like, oh man. How about Wandavision? Have you guys watched any of that? I have watched uh, most of the season. Wow, I, I've been watching a lot of TV. I just realized. yeah, you have. I, I heard it's really well. I heard the first episode's weird, and not a lot of people liked it. And then I heard it started getting better, but I haven't seen yeah, any so of it. I'm so. at, I'm at, I'm caught up. So the, yeah. until the next this next episode, this last episode is pretty um, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. Which is what I hear. It a brings lot me of it back is. to the Avengers universe. It kind of everything's weird oh, okay. again. Mm. Like I, I like it. What are you thinking about it, Susie? After you take your drink. So I haven't I haven't watched it yet, but because you know, it said WandaVision, I didn't realize it's part of the Marvel universe, right? I just thought I was so mad at the Mandalorian. I'm like, I'm not watching any more TV because I just got got Disney Plus for Christmas. I was like, let's watch it or New Year's. Let's, let's watch it for New Year's. Yeah. And then that made me so mad that I invested time in that, and then like Bill Burton, like was like, hey, surprise, jokes on you. <laughs> I'm like, you such a jerk. You ruined it for me. Um. So I was like, I'm not going to watch WandaVision. But I thought WandaVision was going to be some 1950 show. It wasn't like Marvelous Maisel. I didn't realize it was a Marvel thing until people started talking about it. So I have a podcast on stereo. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's um, it's like, it's a podcast kind of, but it's like you're this talking avatar thing, kind of like a oh, cartoon. Nice. Okay. okay. And it's interactive. So people can leave messages for you and you guys are welcome to come on. Um, but yesterday I was on with Cliff Dorfman. He's a screenwriter and he was talking about um, WandaVision and people were asking about it because, you know, he's on TV. He writes and he's an actor and he's on TV and stuff and they're yeah. very his um, business partner. They're in all the shows. They talk about the shows. But they were talking about WandaVision. So I asked him, I said, if it's 1950s, why, like, why is it like that? Is it because it takes place in, um, you know, Captain America time, right? Yeah. It was it in that time? And he said, no. So I'm like, what's the point then? He said, I don't know. And I'm like, well, that's not a good answer. I don't want to watch it now at all. It's it's hard to, like, talk about it, especially now that there, there's been multiple episodes out. Because... Okay. They've done all the trailers around the first episode, which is in the 1950s, but then things change. But there's no reason. There's what? There's no reason for it to be in the 1950s, is what he said. Um, I mean, there is. That is there is true. As, as you get to, like, episode four, you realize what's happening, and you're like, okay. uh, it, it, you, you see the reason, but okay. it's not really spelled out either. I bet you. Because I mean, so that's, that's exactly what he said. If you're going to watch it, just start with episode four. He said you wouldn't miss anything. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Hmm. Um, yeah, but I don't know too. Because if you watch the first couple, you're like trying to—they're breaking a puzzle apart. But then when you get to episode four, 
they spell it out for you a little bit. Okay. Well, so for someone who's got very little, like a short attention span, I'm like, if you don't get my attention, I'm bored. I'm shutting it. That's me like, too. The build. Yeah. So me, he's like, Susie, if you don't watch it, you guys just start with episode four. Hey, so do you, have you guys watched Entourage before? Oh yeah, yeah. and that is Cliff, okay. that's Cliff Dorfman. Yes, so that's yeah. what I was just gonna say. You guys I, knew? I didn't well, know. I had no, no idea. I just looked it up. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> I could have lied oh, and said, "Oh, I knew that," but no, yeah, that so name sounded familiar. No sounded familiar. Schedule the podcast with him. He's on stereo, and the same thing. I looked him up before. And was like, "Holy shit!" He said yes to me. He's a big shot. <laughs> he wrote the first episode. I mean, first season of Entourage, uncredited, and that's how he got on the second season. Hmm. So. um I was like, holy shit. So I was asking him all these questions about Entourage. It was so cool for me. And most of the listeners on my podcast are young, so they didn't know what Entourage was. <laughs> so I did what you guys because I'm like, oh, it's so cool. Because, like, back in the day, I totally watched Entourage. Yeah. So the best thing he said in that last night, I want to share it with you because I'm so glad that you guys know. Because I'm like, I'm known to share this with. None of my listeners know. And my co-host on my podcast is in her 30s. So I'm like, oh, she's just, like, barely 30. She didn't watch Entourage. I was like, ah. So, um, he said that when he met Mark Wahlberg, he's like, Mark Wahlberg is the kind of guy who, mo- he's like, oh, I told him that I really like the main character. I said, I really liked Vinny a lot. I like Vincent a lot because I guess because of the fact that he was so likable, he could get away with all that misogynistic stuff and all the yeah. sex and stuff. He didn't feel like, oh, he's such an asshole, you know? Yeah. And and he goes, well, we decided that because, you know, Mark is so alpha. You know, Mark isn't Mark Wahlberg. He's like, oh, Mark. And I'm thinking, you're getting Mark Wahlberg in my head. Like, how cool, right? He's like, yeah, so Mark it is so alpha. So we decided we needed someone who was more like a Johnny Depp type for the role. So we auditioned everybody. And Vincent, you know, Vinny is the last one. And then he got the role. They knew he wanted, they wanted him from the beginning. But Mark Wahlberg was the kind of guy, he was so alpha that he's the kind of guy that would make uh, a guy's dick just curl back up inside of him <laughs> when he saw them. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so I said, well, what was it like? I go, did you meet him? He goes, yeah. He's like, I've met him several times. Did I party with him? Yes. Have I worked with him? Yes. Would he remember who I was? No, no. absolutely not. <laughs> That's too funny. So I was like, oh, it's so cool. I go, so tell me about the episodes. I go, were they true? Did they happen? Did all the sex happen? He said, he goes, yes. The sex happened, but not on the movie set. I said, okay. <laughs> he said, but all the stories, because like the thing that him and his partner said is all the stories on Entourage, it had to be true. Like it had someone, it had to happen to someone in the writing room. Yeah. True. Um, what was he said? It was like true tits and oh, I forgot the third one, but there were like three T's and I forgot, but I thought it was so cool. I'm like, oh, so there are true stories. So you guys remember the episode where drama goes and like leaves and leaves the phone and drives off to uh, the Grand Canyon? I do, yeah. yes. So that was his story. That was Cliff Dorfman's story. Oh, he did it. Oh, yeah, he's so upset. He just like left, and he went to Joshua Tree. He's like every year he does a vision quest. He just goes out to Joshua Tree, and he has mushrooms once a year. Nice. Comes back. Yeah, so it was like this is his. This was his story. I was like, oh my god, tell me what else. And then the Bob Saget story. Remember the Bob Saget where he's like, Vinny. He's like, don't fuck my girls. Like these are my girls. Make sure you don't fuck my girls or something like that. I was like, oh my god. He's like, yeah, Vincent. He's like, um, Bob Saget met said that. 
in real life to one of his friends. So that was like, these are real lives that actually happened. I was like, oh my God. He's like, yeah, Bob Saget's a good friend of mine. I'm like, oh my God. Like, it's just crazy Hollywood stuff. I'm like, wow, this is the first time I'm hearing all this. And he lives by the Kardashians. He, He said he was a bouncer and he knew... Kim Kardashian when she was just friends with you know Paris Hilton and they hung out because he was was starting out at that time as a bride I'm like wow this is so cool (laughs) a lot of juicy news yeah that's a lot I mean I I hear I hear uh, Bob Saget's really funny and hilarious like he's a real cool person too in real life is what I've heard too so that's that's awesome this guy was so nice and down to earth like he's been on the podcast he he's one of the there they have so it's called um, Starburn Audios. They're on if you guys ever want to check it out. On, on uh, So Starburn Audio, the CEO of Starburn Audio, his name is Jason Smith. So Jason Smith and Cliff Dorfman do a podcast together on stereo. Okay. And part of the thing with stereo is that you, you're encouraged to have talks with other people. So they have talks with other people all the time. And there's a lot of like comic book nerds, you know, the comic book guys that like jump on. They can't wait to talk to Starburns Audio. Can't wait to talk to Jason Smith. He knows everything about everything, right? Yeah. So I jumped on. I left a message. I said, hey, I'd love to get, I love your talks. I'd love to get on with you sometime. But I know nothing about TV and movies. I just would like to talk to you, okay? <laughs> yeah. So, of course, he says yes. And I said, okay, what I want to talk about, and I put this in my topic, why the fuck was Bill Burr in Mandalorian ruin that shit? <laughs> nice. So then, I get all this hate messages in my uh, DM. Was it all Bill Burr? Was it all Bill Burr? Yeah, like, yeah, alien yeah. names? It's him just <laughs> hitting you up. I know, it was just from Bill Burr? Yeah, it's all from him. It was him sending hate mail. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Him. <laughs> no, they were the comic book guy friends. You know what I mean? They were yeah, just oh, like, yeah. "What could you say that Bill Burr is such a great actor and he's in this, that, and the other?" I'm like, no. "I'm a stand-up comedian. Bill Burr is a stand-up comedian. He's one of the best. That's what I know him as, and yeah. I know him too well as it. If he wasn't as good, or if he was an actor like Tom, Cru- I'm like, he's not Tom Cruise status where he you can forget about him. You know? I go, he's so distinctive in his voice and you know, it, it was just like. It didn't make sense. I would have preferred to have seen, really, like, Chappelle in it then. You know? Or something. Oh, like, if you're going to put someone in there, then people be diverse. Like, why Bill Burr? Why the big Irish dude? Like, it just seemed, like, so out of place, right? Yeah. Anyways. I think, I'm just I, upset. I think, upset he makes, me, but... I think he makes up for it, though, in this last season. If you, oh, you, see, you now you have to watch it. Susie. <laughs> so you, you have to watch season two now. Okay. Okay. I was so mad that he was back. I was so happy. I'm like, well, at least they killed. I'm like, at least they like got rid of him after the first episode. They're like, he's back. I'm like, okay, I'm not watching it. <laughs> uh, I think, I no, think no, he makes I up for it though. Like, what what happens? Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Really, but don't. Me, but isn't it kind of weird? Like, because it's not that, that is, I'm not. That is, a, that is weird. It's one thing if I hated him, what, but I'm a. What about? I'm did, a fan. did you see him in Breaking Bad? He was in Breaking no, Bad. No, that's what people said. He's excellent in he Breaking Bad. He was good in that. He was good in that. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was. He was with. Uh, damn, what was his name? The other comedian, the big, the big black dude. I can't think what his name is. Oh, um, that, those two were the guys that were working for. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. those were the two like henchmen for. Yeah, he was. He was good in that. For in Saul, for Better yeah. Call Saul, guy. Okay. I don't know if you, have you seen any of Breaking Bad at all. I mean, well, I, I met him. I met um, what's the guy's name? Brian Cranston. 
Uh, no, not Brian Cranston. What's the other one? The other the, one, the, Jesse Pinkman, the, which I can't think of what it is. Aaron Paul? Yeah, Aaron Paul. Mm-hmm. No, oh, I guess I'm not All right, so Better Call Saul, which is... Damn, I can't think of what his name is. Isn't his uh, name Saul? The Better Call... What's his that, the actor that's, name? That, that is his act... Like, his... his that's the guy char- that's Character Saul. name. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of what his Saul. name is, though. But, but uh, like, I didn't, I didn't know who he was. So he Saul. was at... Um, he was at U- UCB, the Upright Citizens Brigade, and there were a bunch of people outside, and they were so excited to see him. They were screaming to see him. I had no idea who he was. I was inside with Andy Dick. Andy Dick had just performed on stage, and Andy asked me to take a picture. He's like, hey, Susie, would you mind taking a picture with me? And, um, oh, my God, it's killing me. I didn't know his name. And um, Bob Odegan. Yes, Bob Odenkirk. Okay, so so Bob He's like, hey, Susie, would you mind taking a picture of me with me and Bob Odenkirk? And like, it was me and a few other people. We had taken a class with Andy Dick before. That's why we knew him. And he invited us to his show. And the people that were there were like, kind of like fanboying over Bob Odenkirk. But he he knew that I wasn't interested, so he asked me to take a picture, or he maybe asked me to take a picture because I was Asian, right? So then he was like, oh, I can hear him like talking about He's like, oh, Bob, nobody knows that I know you. You know, I tell people we're friends, so please take this picture with me. And then he's like, Susie, you know, meet Bob. Bob, nice to meet I'm like, oh, nice to meet you, Bob, whatever. I take and then he looks at me and he stops and he goes, Susie, you have no idea who this is, do you? <laughs> no, I'm, I go, I'm, so- I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm, no, I'm sorry. I had kids and I, you know, unless it's like on Disney junior yeah, yeah, that's not Disney. Oh, I, don't, I don't know yeah and so his ego just went like like i deflated he was so sad in the picture I, I wasn't trying to be mean it was just you know i wasn't gonna lie i didn't you know i'm not a good liar and andy asked me and he's a fucker because he knew i didn't know who he was but he called me out on it right sounds like andy so, he's yeah, such a dick yeah, he's such a dick so he's like Susie. yeah you know Susie, you have no idea who this is do you and I'm like, no, sorry. I'm like, I don't watch TV. I have young kids. I'm like, you know, and, and so yeah, Bob Odenkirk was so upset. And then finally, like, I, he went to the bathroom and he looked so sad and he went away. And then I ran to the bathroom. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I totally know who you are. I saw you on Tim and Eric. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's probably not one that he would remember me or i'm sure he, that's a good show that is a good show it would have been hilarious if she ran up to him and she's like oh no i know i know who you are you're from Jake in the neverland pirates yeah, I oh yeah a, Dis- a disney show or a nickelodeon show he did a voice of yes <laughs> you were double for mickey <laughs> did you do the voice voice for boots for a little bit oh. I don't know. With Dora? I don't know. No, I'm making that up. But I'm just saying. Oh, like, yeah, can you do the voice for Boots? Boots. <laughs> Swiper? Weren't you the voice for Swiper? Can you do the accent? Can you do the accent? <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. So I went out to him and I said that in the bathroom. I was like, oh, wait. Before I went to the I was like, wait. Oh, I know who you are. You were in Tim and Eric. And he looks at me and he's like, yeah, I was in Eric and 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 a lot of other things. Yeah, a lot of other things. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow, it was like a huge star at Better Call Cell outside of the theater. It was locked. There were all these people that were like, "Bye, yeah, for him." I'm like, "Hey, you're a theater from Eric. Oh my god! Oh my 
god, that's too funny. That is hilarious. That is an awesome story. I, don't, I felt so, so the next day I called Andy Dick. I'm like, you know what? I'm so sorry. I hope your friend didn't think I was an asshole, but I really, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I, I wasn't gonna lie. I mean, I, I, I go and I asked Andy. I said, what was I supposed to do in that situation? I don't know who a lot of actors are, but I feel like I, I insulted him. You know. So I go, what was, what's the correct situation? Should I have said, oh, I know who he is and like, bullshit him? But, yeah. And like, he's like, no, just be yourself. And I yeah. said, but you, he's like, he goes, no, just be yourself. But you know, you did totally crush his ego. <laughs> That's so Andy. You know, so yeah. it's just like, oh my god, that's something. That, that's something that I would do though, because I, I like yeah. a terrible memory. Yeah, and, like seeing something. The, old, oh, the like, older we get, yeah, I, I remember, and they would see it on my face. You know, like I don't, I don't know. Important you. stuff. You don't remember stuff with TVs. That's what you used to get away, with, like to make your brain like yeah. escape, right? Yeah, exactly. remember when you were a kid, things like that in poor moments. Right. That's so funny. You guys, so you guys watch Tim and Eric? I have no, actually, I've never, but I know of it. I know it's on Comedy, not Comedy Central, but I know it's on Adult Swim, Late Night, but I've yeah. never seen it. But I know they have a lot of good people on there. Like they've had uh, what's yeah. his face from Step Brothers on there. Oh, the yes. fucking, uh, what's his face? John C. Riley. He's yeah, my favorite. John C. Riley. He's hilarious. Uh, see, both, we're both, already we're doing it right now. Yeah, yeah. See, we're both. I got to look shit up. Hang on. <laughs> because you know what I saw him too and I saw him walking and that's funny there's another one that I knew from him and Eric and again I had no idea who he was I was going to work it was a Saturday morning I had to go in early in the morning my husband was dropping off and I rolled down the window he was dressed up in a suit he was filming he was dressed up in a suit for um what was the film where he played uh that singer he was playing that uh great Uh, movie uh walking the line or yeah, walk the line. So he yeah. was there to film walk the line. He was filming yeah. something in Chicago for walk the line. Yeah. And he was taking a walk down the Chicago River. He was on the bridge. Or Dewey Cox, was- actually, if it's yeah. John C. That was, that, was, that, was, that was the real version. Walk the that line was-, was the was the Joaquin Phoenix real one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dewey Cox. So, yeah. yeah, he was dressed in the suit. He was dressed in the brown suit. He was walking across the Chicago River. He was just, like, either taking a break from set or going to set or something. Or he just wears that normally because that's fucking, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious, too. The windows fall down. Nobody's there. My husband's driving me. I was in the passenger side, and I see him walking down the Chicago River. And I know one's there. Rolling my window. Go, hey! Oh, my God! That's the guy from Tim and Eric! <laughs> Get it again. <laughs> I don't know, it was a guy from Tim and Eric, and it ends up my husband's like, "Who? Which one? Which one?" And I said, look, and I showed him I'm like, oh, "Who is this?" I'm like, "I don't know. Let me look him up." Like, like oh, he's a huge actor. I can't believe you know these people only from Tim and Eric. <laughs> That's hilarious. So that means, yeah, that, and means he, and he that means you're up, that means you're up late with your with your uh, hiding the chocolate. We re- watching Tim and Eric in your mushroom area of the house. Yeah. <laughs> Tim night. and Eric, pre kids, pre kids. You know, pre I think kids, it. I maybe just had my kids. You know, so that's why I was watching all this Adult Swim at the time. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, being like up that late, maybe that's why I don't watch yeah. it. 
because I'm not up that late yeah. anymore these days. Yeah, I think that was the problem. Like when I first had my daughter, I didn't know what people did with kids that you know because you just stay up all night, right? You're right. feeding the baby, you're just all. So I, I didn't know what to do. So I watched Adult Swim. Then I started taking my daughter out to bars at night, and I didn't even think about it. Like nice. I was like, nice. oh well, what am I? <laughs> What else am I gonna do? Because yeah. they didn't allow smoking inside anymore. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, we can go to sports bars, and then people would look at me like I was crazy. Like, why is your what? kid out? And I'm, I'm like, well, what am I gonna do? She doesn't. She's sleeping, and then she's gonna get up in two hours. What's the difference? Yeah. For, I had no clue that I was like, oh my god, I'm at a bar. Like, I didn't even think about it being wrong at all. I just thought, well, I'm up all night. So is the baby. Who else is up all night? People at bars. So I'm gonna bring my kid to the bar. And now looking back, I'm like, I was the worst. Karen. <laughs> That's too funny. Again, the reason I'm naming the episode yeah. Parenting Advice. Parenting Advice. <laughs> oh, man, man. And you know what? If you met my kids, you'd be like, wow, your kids are so mature and well adjusted. It's like, well, cause they're, they're, watch- they're, they're watching Tim and Eric with you late at night. That's why <laughs> they've, they've learned so much. They know, <laughs> they know all the actors you know. They know you, you know, know what drink. The life experiences. <laughs> they go to they go to all the stand up comedy with me. They're oh, like the two oh, judges. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna get well, enough there the too. Scene, then. Yeah, they're gonna yeah, get they're enough there. Two judges from the Muppets. <laughs> you know, they're just crazy. That guy stinks. Not funny at all. Where's his punchline? He's gotta punch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, guys are so bad. Yeah, you're too old, guys. Yeah, the two old guys. That's how my kids are at the shows. That is hilarious. And they really good at stand up when a kid will like the set afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or repeat the jokes. And I'm like, oh, but when someone's, they'll say it. They're like, that's not even funny. And they say it out loud. That's not even funny. I'm like, shh. Oh, they're hecklers. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> they are hecklers. So do you guys perform stand up? No, 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 I'm toying with the idea, but I haven't uh, worked up the nerve to actually go. And uh, I, I typically do go out to like the open mics and hang out with some of the local comedians here. That's we've got them com- to come on the podcast and things like that. But um, I just don't have anything written yet. And I haven't been back on stage since the flood. So you know, I, I don't want to talk any more about that. But yeah, once that you know, I get over that fear, I'll be back on stage. <laughs> What do you mean the flood? I've said I've said too much. I've said too much. Don't even. So you you performed stand up before? I was. Yeah, I was on a stage, and then there was a it was a boat. It was a boat full of water, and there was too much water. So I won't. Anytime it's near water, I don't want to do it. Don't listen to him. Okay. I made that up. I I made all that up. I made all that up. But no, I never never done stand up. Unless I, on, unless I unless unless you were on Tim and Eric, I, I wouldn't recognize you anyway. So. <laughs> I keep trying. They don't. They don't. They don't return my email. Take the, the, your, his material. But here's the thing: I'm referencing show that's like ten years old. You know, that's how up to date I am with TV shows. Yeah, it's like pre Instagram. You know, the show existed before Instagram. Then exactly. Maybe Maybe even before Facebook. Like, I don't even know if there was Facebook at oh, the that's time. That's a good question. I don't know. That is a good question. I was uh, describing college. Kids to- years already. Yeah. Maybe. I was describing dial internet with kids today on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone picks up the phone. And you're just going to be, motherfucker, how do I get paid? <laughs> 
so we're true. like, what? I'm like, we didn't have internet until we were done with college. Like, we had to, like, type stuff on typewriters. Oh. And oh. we had computers, but it was like, there was one printer for the yeah. school. It was like a computer lab. Uh-huh. And we had one printer, and we all stopped making Right. You know? Yep. <laughs> oh, you lived in ancient times. You had no idea you were so old. I'm like... Brother and I are the same age. That's right. Uh, what, <laughs> what is whiteout? What, what is that? What is whiteout? Whiteout. Right, right. Well, That's so funny. Uh, I know that you have another show to get to after uh, after this. Um, so I appreciate that you came on. Uh, I know we're going to put your Patreon in the show notes. Um, but do you have oh, anything that you want to drop um, or promote yeah. or talk about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. So I have, um, let's see, I have a Zoom show coming up tomorrow for sketchy women at soapboxcomedy.com. You can check it out on Instagram. It's a free Zoom show. You can see my stand-up comedy. Um, let's see, I've got, what else? I've got a live show. You can't go to the live shows unless you're in L.A. Live show, River Grove on the 12th. Uh, I'm doing a comedy contest on April 20th for Crazy Woke Asians. First comedy contest. Nice. Um, and then Saturday, Saturday, we have the park again at the dog park. I'm performing stand up in front of dogs and the homeless um, here in Beverly Hills. And then I have a Patreon account. So this is how I'm going to try and sell my stand comedy. So instead of releasing it for free, I'm going to take Howard Stern's advice and not give anything out for free, right? Yeah, so, okay. yeah, good know, stuff. The older these people charge the dollar. I charge three dollars on my Patreon account because I think I'm worth it. Three bucks. It's less than a cup of coffee. Um, it's three dollars a month. I put all of my stand up that I do for the month. I promise at least one live video, one podcast, one behind the scenes pictures. I do about three three shows a week. So that's pretty much what I put out there. Um, but it definitely well not only does the money help me get to shows because it pays for my gas. But it's really more of an encouragement that I'm on the right track, that you're, you know, up for helping an underdog and you believe in the dream and the creativity. So I'm a single mom. It really helps. And so if you guys want to join my Patreon, I'd really appreciate it. My kids appreciate it. And uh, I'll keep doing comedy. So thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So make sure that link will be in our show notes. And then also always go and check out the Amigos. We're on everything Amigos PC. AmigosPC.net. And amigos out. Hugs and kisses. Thank you. Bye, guys. This has been the Amigos PC. Make sure to like, subscribe, and review us on all your podcasting platforms. Visit us at AmigosPC.net for our entire library of content. And Amigos merch. Till next time, adios.